Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text hope NY in New York. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Woohoo! We're back. doing it. Yes. Oh, I need okay. to burp. I need to burp. <laughs> and I was trying to burp before the recording started, and uh, the recording beat me to it. So oh. I'll have to strategically mute myself. So good. I think it's time that all of America gets real about how often we all burp every day. Like, let's just, everybody stop acting like you're not burping. Um, Especially with how much seltzer water all of us drink. I mean, I feel like I'm constantly holding back a burp. I remember I went to elementary school with a girl who swore she never burped. And I was like, okay, Ashton. Yes, you have. Her name, of course, is Ashton. Of course course it was. Male or female, the name would be Ashton. I know. I was like, anyway, I burped three times since you said you've never burped. So how about that? (laughs) I could work up a really deep Sprite challenge burp right now if you really want me to. Oh man. And it's so satisfying to burp. I actually enjoy burping as long as it's like, um, if it's a burp, that's just like, uh, solely like gaseous at air, (laughs) 
you know, (laughs) I don't, don't give me like a heartburn burp or acid reflux burp. Those are from the fiery pits of hell. Mm -hmm. And I hate myself and every decision I've made in the past 72 hours. If I have those, but just the burp, when you just got some air and you just got to let it out, mm, what's better. Oh, no. Yeah, I'll chug sparkling water. And then it's like, then I feel like my chest collapses like six inches after I get a really good burp in. I feel like it's like your chest feels huge and it's the best. What do you like better burping or a really, really good sneeze? Cause I love, I love a sneeze. Gosh, they both can be so satisfying. Uh, I think probably sneezing is is something I enjoy more, mm -hmm. but nothing beats it when you need to burp really bad. And you finally get that burp. I mean, Uh That's a great guys. Hey, I know everybody out there listening, male or female, you're wanting to date all three of us right now. We get it. Okay. We get it. Sexy, sexy beasts. Being sexy. You no, know? it's a lot. I, I feel like a, like a burp is very satisfying, but I burp a lot. So <laughs> I feel like sneezing is more satisfying because usually when I do sneeze, I feel it like coming on for a while. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. and then when I when I finally sneeze, it's just like, thank God that's over with. Oh, oh, it's like when you're trying to crack a knuckle and you can't get it to crack, and then you finally yeah. do. It's oh. sweet release. Yes, yeah. yeah, I'm in control of my body. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. My oh. well, how do you like that? How's that for a, a, a conversation starter? Hi, just feeling like you just sat down at a table next to us three shenanigans at a Panera. Yeah. And just overheard this conversation. Sure. Probably. It's the A Block, everyone. (laughs) Welcome back. Haley, Claire, and Jacqueline here. Um, The A Block podcast is brought to you by our title sponsor, Relics Bridal, the most fabulous wedding dress shop in the land, located at the Summit Shopping Center in Lexington. It's where I, along with countless other highly satisfied brides, shopped with the pros to find their dream dress. Their selection is unbeatable. The staff is so kind and knowledgeable, and they truly make you feel like a star throughout the entire process. So to book your appointment at Relics Bridal, go to relicsbridal.com. That's R-E-L-I-X. And be sure to follow them on Instagram as well at Relics Bridal. If you want to get some bridal ideas, um, they're always posting not only wedding dresses, but decor and things like that. They're all so creative and just, they get the vibe. They get the vibe. So thank you, Relics Bridal. Mm, yes. What's up everyone? How was everyone's day today? You know what? It was okay. It was okay. I'm my, this week is like way different from last week. Last week was like, couldn't breathe, couldn't function. Yeah, it was that work. work yeah. I had a very just busy, stressful work week, but like nothing like totally insane. It was just a lot of stuff going on. And this week is kind of the calm after the storm. However, I've been very busy still at work, but it's kind of like, it's haven't been the type of busy that follows me everywhere I go afterward. Like after I leave work, I'm still thinking about it and everything. So it's been nice. It's been chillier here. It's been like 69, 70 degrees today. Oh, oh, that's a nice little break. It is, but I found myself being cold today. So, um, so you adjusted, you would say, I guess so. I guess so. Um, but yeah, I, things are good. I, Oh, my computer. I, I'm once again on my phone here. Um, my computer's trying to come back to life. This, listen, this, uh, I, I can't get into it. It's, I'm, it out, I'm, honey. <laughs> I've got this old ass Dell computer that's <laughs> holding on 
And you yeah. know what? It does everything I need it to do. I use it only to record this podcast. And, I, you know, once again, everybody had to wait on me because my computer wouldn't start up correctly. I thought I was early. Turns out I was never here. You know, <laughs> it's just, oh, I'm not making a lot of sense. But anyway, <laughs> just been stressed out by this computer just when I thought things were going well. Yeah, just when you were like, um, oh, I'm back, baby. I'm back. But things are good. Ordered some bathing suits. I think I mentioned that. Um, yes, did yes. some of them come or? Yes, they did. They've all come. And I've got to say, so I ordered my bathing suits from Aerie. Yes. Uh, which is where I had wanted to order them before, but forgot. And so I just ordered from Amazon last year. But I ordered several. Um, some are textured. Some are two-piece. Some are, and I got one one-piece. This is the first time I have ever tried on bathing suits. And I didn't completely like want to off myself. Yes. Mm -hmm. No, <laughs> like, it was, it was not a terrible experience. And a, like, I do think I have like, I have never been, I've always been a girl who has been way too hard on myself body wise. I've always been like, I'm fat. I hate, I'm my, I have an ugly, ugly legs, ugly stomach. I'm not never skinny. To being a woman. You are not alone. Yes. You're not alone. And so I, but I've really been like trying to have a new relationship with my body and myself. And I don't know if it's a little bit of that combined with actually ordering some bathing suits that, um, just fit nicely, but things yeah. went well. So I Good. actually kept every one of them that I ordered. So I got three new bathing suits. Amazing. Yes. I order I all nice. I usually get like two or three new ones, but it's funny. Like if I'm not feeling good about my body, I've had years in the past where I've just been like, eh, like it just says that's things women and men, but I feel like as a woman, I can identify with that and say to ourselves, like in a bathing suit, especially if you're trying it on in the after the dead of winter and you're you have no tan, you haven't, you know, you've got mm. oh, it's you're, you're just like, why? Why am I doing this? But last year I bought all three of my new suits from Aerie and loved them. Like the fabric yeah. was fantastic. The fit was fantastic. I'm very into the high waist bottoms now. And like the two pieces, so flattering, so comfortable. was really happy with Aerie. Yeah. I need to get some, um, new bathing suits like that. So maybe I'll go, I'll look at Aerie. Yeah. Um, I'm going to Savannah and Tybee Island in a couple weeks. Hey. So I'm like, I need to, um, yeah. I just like need to get new bathing suits. I feel like the ones I had last year were just like some cheap, like fun ones. I literally bought, I think on like Sheen. So yeah, um, that's how mine were. They were cheap and they were good for like, uh, like probably honestly two times. Yeah. I wore <laughs> yeah. them on like bachelorette trips. Like yeah, and that's then they like why like, they were purchased. Like, I'm yeah. like, I don't care if these rip or whatever, because I'm ne probably never going to wear these again. Yeah, I'm not trying so. to wear them on the beach for the next six years. I'm yeah. just, yeah. Yeah. This year I bought, I think I mentioned last week that J crew suit that I really like. Um, I ended up ordering my mom one and it came like two days ago and she, the textured square neck, um, one piece. And she texted me and was like, I am in love. And I said, did it, does it fit? Did you try it on? And she wrote back, she said, I look like a little tan angel in it. And I was like, Oh, great. <laughs> okay. It's a confidence booster. She did. She said, I look like a little tan angel. This is because my parents that my dad retired a few weeks ago, my parents went to the beach all out last week. And so I'm sure they're both very tan and I'm like, Oh, jealous. Harmons. Yes. 
Um, it was so sweet. And I'm, I mean, I can't imagine that feeling even now, just having been in the American workforce for what, 10, 12 years, my dad just retired and he's 65. And he was like, I've, it's truly like every single day. And especially every single weekend since I retired, I've been like, I need to hurry up and get all this done because I gotta go back to work on Monday. He's like, I don't know how long that feeling's going to be here. Yeah. Like even now I'm like, I wouldn't know how to do that. So mom said on vacation, he just kept saying like, I don't have to like, when we get back, go back to work. And she was like, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a gift. What a, what a gift. What, what a freeing feeling. I oh, know. I know. Just to be like, I can do whatever I want. Um, but yeah, so I got that suit and then I've ordered a couple suits actually from Victoria's Secret. Oh yeah. I've heard yes. of people getting some suits from there. I've got them from Victoria's Secret years ago. And like when I was in high school and into college, I would get them from there. And then they did away with their swimwear line for a couple of years. And then they brought mm-hmm. it back because everybody was like, no. So I haven't ordered any two pieces off there this year, but I ordered two one pieces because they have one pieces that, you know, will have cutouts and just kind of cool designs. So I've ordered two. They have not come yet, though. Jacqueline was actually in my office the other day and we were talking about something um, kind of stressful. And then she was like, OK, well, I'm going to head out. And then I go, OK. I go, I'm going to um, order some bathing suits real quick. And then I'm just going to go home, I guess. And she was like, I love that vibe. Like we weren't even talking about it. I said, I'm just ordering some bathing suits. So, and then I'm going to leave. <laughs> so that was, that's how you got to get through. Exactly. exactly. One of my, ba- one of my suits that I ordered is like hot pink and I love it because yes. I had a hot, well, it's not, it's not like, it's like a, it's a, I really like the pink. I've, I had like a very obnoxious hot pink one from Amazon that I got like a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. And I liked it, but it, I mean, it was just cheap. And so yeah. this one is like special. And actually I ha- I did have to order a, a size bigger in the top because I hope it fits and it came today. So I need to try it on. So hopefully Ooh. that one's good to go. Go but ahead, then, strip off, let those babies breathe. We'll wait. Right. I'll just wear it here. Just yeah, show us right now. Recording yeah. a bathing suit top. Did you guys see that this week, um, Gigi Hadid literally wore a bathing suit to an event and it she wasn't did? a swim party. And it, yes, I think I saw it on people yesterday and she had on like a blue and white one piece, like really pretty, like almost like Paisley design one piece, but then she had on white jeans over it, but the jeans were like, like low rise. So you could clearly see it was like, you could see the like hip section of the bathing suit. Yeah. And then like a white yeah. sweater with, it was just kind of weird. And I was like, but that's what you can do when you're a supermodel. I was going to say, what did you, you know, it sounds like something we would wear in the nineties. Exactly. I was just like, all right, Gage. Well, I know the other day, wasn't it Julia Fox? She went shopping in a bathing suit or was she just in her underwear? I think it was her underwear, like a bra (laughs) and underwear and like a long jacket or something. And I was like, I was like, Julia, honey, we were all about you for a couple of weeks and now it's just getting weird. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of her. Well, and she's got, I, I still listen to her podcast every now and then forbidden fruits. It's her and this other girl. And it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Very interesting. Love that. Mm-hmm. I'm not listening to that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I can't say it's one of my favorites, but, um, I just started listening to, by the way, like I'm, I, downloaded it several weeks ago and listened to the part of the first episode and then kind of lost track and then um restarted it earlier today is that podcast sweet bobby have either of y'all listened to it no Uh what is it about i don't really know yet but it's along the lines of it's a type of scam like relationship scammer podcast it's from the uk british and I have heard good reviews um, on multiple different other podcasts that I listened to have all mentioned it. And finally today, it just clicked. I was like, I've got to listen to that. But everyone who I know 
have, I don't know anyone personally who's listened to it, but everyone who I've heard talk about it, they've yeah. all said like their minds were blown by it. So What's it's it called, called? Sweet, Sweet Bobby. Sweet Bobby. Yeah. I'm typing it in right now. Claire, I started listening to, oh Lord have mercy. Um, one the of the podcasts. Betrayal? Uh, no, the other one. Sympathy Pains. Yes, that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, or wait. No, maybe it was this. Maybe it was Betrayal. What's it about? Oh, yeah, it is. Okay, this is the podcast that's about um, a guy who is like married and then um, he eventually gets arrested. And if like, and it comes out that he has like sexually assaulted like a lot of um, like women and like his students, girls, students, and like the couple owns a wine bar and he would like use the wine bar to like meet other women that he's having like an affair with and like, like hundreds and hundreds of women. Um, yeah. And it's crazy. Who has the time? Like, good God. And the primary, like what the hell? Yeah, totally. I kind of fell off of that one a little bit. I've I've listened to most of the episodes, but I I feel like I heard everything I wanted to hear and then was no longer interested, but I'll probably get back on it and listen to it. Mm -hmm. It's pretty salacious. There was like one episode where I was like, I don't know. That was like kind of a lot guys, but um, yeah, it's not, it's not like the worst, but it's also not the best, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes all I have to do is listen to if I'm like having a stressful day or I get in the car and I don't know what I want to listen to. And today was one of those days I got in the car like and it's the first podcast I ever listened to. And it was at the recommendation of Claire Crouch. I, an episode of my favorite murder will always put me in a better headspace. I know that's I know. crazy. I always love it. Under, it's, sometimes, it's just their voices. Like I've been around them for years. I've heard them talk for years. Sometimes I don't even like listen to the story they're telling, but it's just having their voices in my car. I feel like I've like two of my friends in the car. <laughs> so like today I've just turned it on. And actually they were doing a story today about a British Airways flight. It's oh, an old yeah. episode. From a I few listened weeks to ago. that one. Is that yes. the one where the, the pilot sucked out or whatever? Yes. Yes. Yeah. The windshield flies off and the pilot, this happened in 1990 on a British airway. So the pilot gets sucked out, but not all the way. His legs are still there. So he's like hanging there and it's a whole story. Anyway, that's what they were talking about today. And I was just like, oh, but also just those girlies. I feel like they're old friends. I so. have, n- I like haven't listened to them. I need to do that. You, I mean, they are the first podcast I ever listened to. And Claire literally had to show me where the podcast, this was, thank God, like five or six or five years ago <laughs> now, because <laughs> literally I was like, but where are you listening to this? Where do you go to listen to this podcast you speak of? And she was like, on my phone. And I was like, oh, so it must be expensive. And she was like, no, you it's have great. it. And I was like, where? I know. Like, I remember this thing. <laughs> and there were multiple people and you weren't one of them, but like early on with podcasts. Cause I feel like I was kind of early to listening to podcasts. I, I, listened yeah, to I feel like Claire, I was pretty like, there's podcasts I've been listening to since like the first year they started and they're on like year, like seven. Yeah. But I remember, yeah. um, multiple people arguing with me being like, there's no way this is free. You're paying for it. And I was like, <laughs> No, it's free. And they're like, no, that's not, no, the podcast I I've heard of podcasts and you have to pay money. And I was like, 
okay, well you're wrong. And yes, there are certain ones where you do have to pay if you don't want ads or something, but like on the whole, you can listen to a podcast for free. Yeah. It's the radio Um, except online. Like it's the same. Yeah. 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 Um, But but yeah, my favorite murder, they're still my comfort go-to podcast. I'll never not have I'll like, never not listen. I don't yeah. listen to it like on the schedule when they drop the new episodes anymore, but I just, I'm usually listening like a good three weeks late, but I don't care. It doesn't matter. Sometimes if they don't have a new episode out or even if they do, I'll listen to one from like four years ago. I don't even care. Yeah. Cause they're telling true crime stories. So even if I, they'll be talking about an event that's happening then that I'm like, Oh, that was so long ago. Then they'll start talking about the true crime stories. And I'm like, hmm, I'm back. It don't matter. But yeah, that British Airways one is really good. It's funny enough. I listened to that episode the first day that I listened to that betrayal podcast. Cause I finished that one. And then I started listening to a new podcast. So these, these uh, memories all are connected. all tied together. Oh, really? Connected. It's cool. called synergy and we got it. Learn about it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Learn about it. Anything Love else it. new? Have y'all watched anything good recently? Any good? Well, no, uh, no don't we go there. Talk about it yet. Yeah, don't we'll, go there. We're not going to go there yet. Um, yes. but I will say I, so, um, I did watch our fathers or father on Netflix. It's about this. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you watched it. I want to hear about it. Yeah. Okay. It's you guys, it's really fucked up. Oh, really? Yes, because this guy who is a fertility doctor sees all these patients and like, obviously it's like couples and, you know, women who are like, they're having trouble conceiving and like, you know, and this is like from years ago. So this was like, you know, really like they going to a fertility doctor was kind of like, you know, really tell anyone. And, um, so this guy instead of like in, okay, I'm probably going to say this wrong, but no one yell at me, like inseminating the woman with like the, the sperm of like her significant other, he inseminates her with his sperm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then like oh, yeah. all of these women are finding out that their children are not like their children. Yeah, And then there was even one, um, family where the mom was like, oh, I went to this doctor and you should go there too, to her daughter, who was like this guy's daughter. No. So then she, did she get intimidated yeah. by him? Yeah. And <gasps> then, um, someone eventually found out, like they figured it out because someone, I forget. Oh my God. And I'm, I can't believe I can't remember this, but like they were going on like one of those sites and had all these yes. like really close connections. It was like, why am I yeah, like, like why very am I directly related connected? to everyone? Yeah. Yeah. So someone was like, so someone did a 23 and me, and then someone went on the site and was like, why am I so related to these people? Like I'm not related yeah. to them. Yeah. Turns out. <laughs> You are <laughs> got a lot of brothers and sisters. Yeah. That it's really, so really fucked up. Yes. Um, like that is crazy. I wonder if I read an article about that show because I just read an article on like the Apple news app. I, that's my favorite thing to do now before I go to sleep is I look at all the day's news on the Apple news app in my bed and I'm talking hard news, daily mail, people magazine. It's got every topic and every genre in which you need. And I, that's, I read an article recently. that was like the doctor from hell or something like that. And it was like, 
literally like hundreds of women. He had hundreds of children. And it was like, what? Yeah, it's gotta be that same guy. It's yeah, just it has to be. be. Can't, I mean, let's pray there's not that many psychotic infertility doctors out there. Yeah, right. <sighs> yeah, I watched that trailer for it the other day. I But then I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm in the mood to watch. So I just ended up mindlessly watching a little more Bling Empire, which I do like. I loved the first season of Bling Empire. And- oh yeah, I need to watch it. Has it been good? Yeah, it is good. I like these people because they are so... They are so wealthy. Like I mean, these they're people, richer than the Beverly Hills ladies. Oh yeah, like the Beverly Hills ladies, like some of them TBD aren't that rich. These yeah. ladies are, mm-hmm. I mean, these people, these, like, I mean, like Anna, she's the older lady. I mean, yeah. her father was like an arms dealer to like oh, the God. Middle East or something. I mean, they have like possibly blood on their hands, but they have tons of money from it. Money, honey. And then money, just like, these people don't work. They spend like crazy. And so I like to watch it because of that, because it's just a life in a world that is so far removed from me. But then I, I like the people it's, um, you know, it's a reality show. That's obviously a bit scripted or mm-hmm. at least not totally real, but you know, who cares? It's an escape. Is it by the same production company that did, um, selling sunset? I don't know. I don't think it's Adam DeVello, that guy who did like the Hills. That's who did, um, selling sunset. So I don't, I don't know. I haven't even paid attention that closely. Um, I, I mean, when I say I mindlessly watch it, like I don't even pay attention. It's truly just on. And I'm like, and then what am I doing? I don't know. I really, I can't account for my time while that show has been on. I don't know if I've been playing on my phone. Haley's about to sneeze. Are you- <laughs> oh my God. Seriously? She is. Oh no. And I was, I should have turned my Uh-oh. camera off and not just my microphone because now it's stolen. Now I stole it's it. Stolen I, away. I know. I was like, your big breath. I was like, Oh, I was oh. like, <laughs> it'll come back for me. Don't worry. Sneeze. I'll come back for you. It'll come back. I ruined it. Oh no, it's okay. Um, anyway. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what I do when I watch that show. Cause I don't even think I've been like playing on my phone. I've just been like, I don't know, existing in my apartment and my TV's on. And then like, I think I'm just laying there yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. disassociating <laughs> from like earth. <laughs> no, you're doing your new resting thing where you make yourself rest sometimes. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm trying, resting you know. there. And then you're like, yeah. you know what? Uh, Excellent. Okay. One other thing before we get into topics that I'm about to do, and I feel like this could be a wellness check moment for me because this is so anti my personality. Uh But today I ordered on Amazon and I'm going forward with taking my spices out of the, the, the jars they can't come in and pouring them into new bottles. Claire, Claire, I I like twice if you've been kidnapped. Like she's already got those new glass jars in her fridge for celery and orange, oranges, celery and carrots. It's what's true. I, but this, so that's what's happening. Well, so what happened is the other day, like about two or three weeks ago, actually, uh-huh. my boss's assistant, uh, we were kind of like just eating lunch near each other. And I started 
like ragging on people who do that. I was like, listen, I'm trying to get my life together. I was like, I'll never be a psycho who pours my spices from one jar to the other jar. And she goes, well, do you think I'm psycho? And I was like, oh, no. oh I mean, oh. she was, she was laughing. She was oh, good. I was like, no, well, she was she waiting for it. She was like salivating at the moment to be like, I can't wait to tell you. Yeah. She's I'm like, one of those people. Sentence, yeah. Yeah. And, but then she really started trying to sell me on it. And I was like, oh no. And then I was like, it's wasteful. Like I don't need another container that's for something that already came in a container. I, I had, I mean, I, it was so anti me. And then like, it's like she planted a seed. And then all of a sudden last night I was, the Mavericks game was on the, so they're still in the playoffs. Yes. It's, it's you know, we're hanging on by a thread and it was mm-hmm. stressful. And so I was like stressed while the game was on, excuse me. And so I just got up and I started organizing my spice cabinet. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I got to do something. I, have I to can't, do something. I can't sit here and watch this. I have to be doing something and not giving all my attention to it. And so I just took all the spices out of it. And then I realized I had like three dried basils and I had like like two little half empty onion powders. And like, so I was like marrying jars together. And I was like, well, I'll be damned. It's time to get organized. <laughs> You're like, I'm that person now. You're like, and I identified a drawer that I can empty out and put in something else. And I was like, this is going to be my spice drawer. I'm about to do this. And then today- I, with my head held low, I went, I went to my coworker and I was like, can you send me the link of the jars that you ordered? And she was like, yes. And so (laughs) I think it's happening. I think it's happening. You know what? This may, this may change your life. It may. I do envision like feeling really good about myself once I've done it. Yeah. I don't know. Totally. It just doesn't feel authentic to my brand, which is, you know, messy and cluttery Mm -hmm. and kind of like I'm ashamed of where I live but it's who I am (laughs) wow Claire I can't imagine you'd be negative while trying on bathing suits just a positive (laughs) way you just spoke of yourself there God, Claire come on say something nice about yourself right now say one nice thing Uh, um I've got uh, great hair say that my hair is I showered yet last night they look at you. You've got freaking clean hair. Look at you. You're clean. Your hair is the new spice drawer of hair right now. Okay? I haven't canceled a workout class and had to pay a fee in weeks. Oh, okay. that's that, a fee. There's, yeah, there's nothing else to say. That's okay, everybody say something positive about yourself right now. Go. I really think I looked pretty today. I'm on a new dress and it really made me feel very pretty. And then you I thought, man, I, ma- I nailed my makeup today too. And today was, I was just feeling like, you know what? I've got, I've got that going. I felt like I had a good looking cute day. And that made me feel really good. Uh, those, are, that, those days yeah. are the best days. Like your makeup yes, you're looks right. Like, you're, yes. you're like, my hair's clean. You're like, hell yes. yeah, I'm going to have a fucking day. Yes. I'm having it. <laughs> hey, Jacqueline, go. Um... Okay. Um, I've been really, I've been doing really good about sleeping. So that's good. Like consistent going to bed at the same time and waking up at the same time. And that's, that's something I kind of got off. I usually am really good at that. And I got off the train a little bit for a few weeks in uh, the past week. I've been really consistent about it. So I'm good. That's awesome. There we go. Now we all have something great to feel good to, uh uh-oh. Something to feel good about. Something to feel good about. Thank you. Uh, I was like, why'd you just go, uh uh-oh? 
Cause I couldn't, my brain was, yeah, her brain was like, like, you're on your own. Yeah. Your brain looks like me. Yeah. Um, Um, Everybody at home, I don't care where you are, wherever you're listening, say something nice to yourself right now. Pause it right now. Just pause, pause and come back to us. We'll still be here. Um, See, you did it. So do you feel so much better about yourself now? We second that. We third that. Yes. My mom has many times in my life made me sit down and write positive things about myself. Oh, it makes a difference. It does. Well, I know, but of course it was always, never mind. We don't have to get into that. <laughs> I can't even think of five positive things about myself. My mom's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Shut up and vacuum your bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> like, okay. Then make them up. You <laughs> moron. <laughs> and no, then you can add good liar to the list. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny, Claire. Yeah. I used to make fake. This is so embarrassing and stupid. Two funny things about being a child and writing things down. When the movie Harriet the Spy came out, mm-hmm. I had a new career. Yes. Like I was you were a spy. Started, I was a spy. My sister and yeah, I would go hide in the woods and spy on our neighbors. Mm-hmm. It's important. Oh Notebooks like their dad just came home. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. No, we did the same thing. And we had a little like, we had a little like secret hideout. And it was near this bike path that like people would ride their bikes and like run and like walk their dogs and stuff. And like after school or like even in the summer, we'd like go run back there and like, we'd like sit up on this little perch thing where we, people couldn't see us, but we could see them. And we'd be like, man, like they walked their dog late today. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I hope they're okay. They're kind of, off and I'm sure my, and I'm sure like my parents are just like, thank God they're out of the house. Like, yeah. seriously. <laughs> don't care where they are. Don't care who they're spying on. Just get out of my head. <laughs> oh my gosh, psychotic. And then I would demand in the movie, Michelle Trachtenberg would only eat tomato and miracle whip sandwiches. And I was like, that's my new diet too. I guess that's all I eat now. And Did I would demand that. Oh yeah. Love uh. both those products. So just bread with sliced tomatoes and miracle whip. My mom would make it for me. Oh my <laughs> God. Like, so oh, I was like, thinking whipped cr- cool whip. And I was like, Oh what? no. Oh God. No. How could that keep a spy with their energy levels? Well, Claire, yeah, that, that wouldn't be, you, you know, that excess sugar. I'm, I, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. God. At my, um, at my dad's house, there was this family that lived like across the street and like a few doors down and, um, you know, they, they're, um, they had like maybe two or three kids. They were like teenagers, probably like, probably like two of them were in high school, like maybe like freshmen in college, like, you know, around that age, like 16, 17, like maybe 18 always had parties. They were, it was like the loudest house in the neighborhood. And like, we'd be like out, like in the back, like over the summer, we'd be like in the backyard, like swimming or something. And we'd be like, the teenagers are having a party again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Love it. it. But we always just referred to that house as the teenagers. Like even if it was like the parents out there, we'd be like, oh, the teenagers. The teenagers in this neighborhood are really bringing it down. <laughs> Remember when like you had to go door to door, which does this even happen anymore to go like sell stuff for oh, yeah. that was the generator. worst really? paper, pizza kits, cookie dough. Yeah. Done all, it all of it. Terrible. Like, you, you know what? Just, Did we all do that? Yeah. Had to. Had to. If you weren't in Girl Scouts and even well, if we, you were for school. I'm just realizing something. 
was the world preparing us to be news reporters at like six years old? <laughs> They might as well have told us then, hey, go and get some MOS. Yeah, do some MOSs while you're do at it. I mean, MOS. I you don't know. That's man on the street where you have to go interview. You just walk up to random strangers and say, hi, can I ask you a question that where you'll be on television talking about it? Yeah, no, no big deal. Yeah, no big um, deal. I, I, and like, I would walk around. I never had the luxury of my parents taking the forms to their office and just like getting it jacked up in the break room. I was truly like, walking around my neighborhood by myself, knocking on doors, but just going back to what you were talking about revived a memory for me. There was this one house in my neighborhood. And back in the day when I was a kid, I feel like we knew like everybody in our neighborhood, our neighborhood isn't super big. It's pretty quiet. And there was this one house where it was very mysterious to me. And it was like this teen guy lived there and he smoked cigarettes and he came to the door with no shirt on. And I mean, I, that, that house became my number one priority. Like in life (laughs) at that point, I was like, I need to know everything about who he is, where he goes, who hangs out with him. Does he always smoke? Were those his cigarettes? Does he have any shirts or does not? I, to this day, like last weekend I was at my parents' house. My mom and I went on a walk. We walked past that house and I was like, I wonder what he's up to. Like, (laughs) (laughs) go knock on the door. And if he answers shirtless, be like, baby, we got to be together. In my mind as a, like, I, I mean, he was like, I was just. I don't know. I don't know. In love with him, I guess. I don't know. Like he was just like this, like, it was like the bad boy in a movie. And I was the little kid who was like, mm-hmm. maybe he thought I was pretty, you know, like in my oh, play clothes. I was and convinced my fundraiser. older boy had a crush on me. I was convinced. I was like, oh my God, I bet they freaking love me. They're in love with me. Oh, They're my brother totally friends. in love with me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My- Meanwhile, I'm like a minor and they're like a full-blown adult. I'm like, yeah, he's in love with me. <laughs> it's just like, okay. Of course. But I'm thinking, sorry, Claire, I'm not out. I know, I know what you're thinking of. Well, first I was going to say my oldest brother is eight years older than me. And he had, he was on the varsity baseball team and his friends would come over and oh. I was convinced they were yes. in love with me. I mean, they were 18 and I was nine or, you know, so it's like, <laughs> It would have been a literal crime. Yeah, they weren't, and they weren't even paying any attention to you. But Haley started dying laughing because immediately this is the story that comes to mind is when I all I ever wanted to do was hang out with my brother and his friends. This was my middle brother. And he had all the guys over at his in his room, and his room was cool. He had a couch in his room, and they let me hang out in there. And at one point I started laughing and I couldn't and I was laughing so hard that I started farting and then I couldn't stop farting and I just <laughs> I was just farting uncontrollably. <laughs> and that was like my one chance. I was in sixth grade. It was terrible. <laughs> and they are dying laughing. They thought it was the funniest thing. I've heard that story probably 10 times and I get just as excited for it each time because I'm like Oh. I remember exactly what I was wearing to this day, gray slouchy pants that my mom bought me that I thought were cool yes. and a red Eskimo Joe shirt from Stillwater, Oklahoma. I'll never forget it. I was horrifying. And, and, I, now, and I'm sure that not was just stop. like, you were like, well, they'll never be in love with me now. Well, yeah. I was like, they'll never even like want to talk to me again, but honestly, yeah. like, 
little did I know that was probably like the coolest thing I could have done because <laughs> it wasn't for boys, but imagine, like, if, oh gosh, sixth grade is just like when you're trying to start wearing clear eye or clear mascara and, you know, maybe spraying on a body spray, just checking out that stuff. And now, now you've been on a fart parade in front of all your brothers. Telling yourself across the room. <laughs> I was laughing and then like, st- like panicking and it just wouldn't <laughs> stop. <laughs> oh my God. That is so oh. funny. We've oh, done burping so and farting on this podcast. Wow. wow. We're, we're, you know what? We have some manners, okay? As everyone, I know listening right now, you've thought those three girls are perfect okay. until this moment. And we we feel better that we've torn down that fourth wall and that you see, oh, we're not perfect. Yeah, I know. We've, I've, I've done nothing if not put forth a pristine image and reputation of perfection. So, I'm <laughs> so sorry to ruin that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all three of us have. Look at us. So. Yeah, really. All right. Should I um, tell everybody a little bit about the Presley collection? Yeah, let's do it. All right. They are newest partner, Anthony and his team of a gorgeous collection of jewelry. They pride themselves on having the brightest diamonds at the world's best price. Their regality diamonds are the highest quality diamonds in the world, and they are tested by laser and outsparkle all other diamonds. As a diamond wholesaler, they have a vast inventory of jewelry options and are generally able to beat any retail store price. They've got elegantly crafted tennis bracelets with three carat remarkable diamonds priced below half of retail, 1.75 carat ruby earrings in 14 carat gold studs, at an unbeatable price, regularly $1,200, they've got them for $289. They've also got one carat stud regality diamond earrings. So be sure and keep the Presley collection in mind for all of your gift giving needs, engagement rings, graduation gifts, Father's Day, birthdays. And you can order, well, excuse me, pre order a first of its kind Presley collection men's luxury sports watch. And we can get you 15% off just for listening to our podcast. Use the code ABLOCK when you go to PresleyCollection.com and pick out those perfect gifts. Again, that's ABLOCK and PresleyCollection, P-R-E-S-S-L-E-Y, collection.com. Boom. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. it. Because, yeah, once you get that wedding dress, you're going to need some jewels. So. Jewels. 15% off is um, a lot. So yes. yes. Thank you. Russell, Love a discount. Yeah. Okay. Claire, I need to know where you were when the new winner of American Idol was announced. Well, okay. Where I was you? at home. I was at home. It was, it was, uh, it was an evening of music for me because that evening, actually my mother and I went to a concert. Um, we went to, uh, I don't know if either of y'all will know, uh, Smokey Robinson. So he, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Smokey oh, yeah. Robinson. My mom had always wanted to see Smokey Robinson. And so we went to go see him in concert, which was awesome. He's 82 and he is like, he was, you would never have guessed he was 82, but it was the same night as the American Idol finale. And my mom, huge (laughs) AI fan and me too, but lucky for us, when you go to see an 82 year old in concert, it ends at a reasonable hour. (laughs) So we both raced to our respective homes and got home in time to see Noah and Hunter girl performed for the final time because it had already been narrowed down to the final two from the final three. 
And I was happy. I wanted that to be the final two out of that trio. And then by that point, I was like, you know, I got to pull for the Kentucky boy. And so it was very exciting to see Noah win. I'm very happy for him. And I think he and Hunter, the the other finalist, I think they'll have careers because they're both really talented. They're country music singers, which I think historically tend to do pretty well coming out of American Idol. Yeah. I don't know if it's, I would agree with that. I, I, I don't know if like the system is just built easy. I don't, I don't know why, but it, they do seem to be like the more Lauren Elena one. come from American yeah, Idol. Lauren Elena. And of course, okay. Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Um, and then there's been a, there's been at least like one other that from a season I didn't watch, but it has some songs on the radio. I want to say Kelsey Ballerini, but was she the voice? I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah. What was she? I can't remember. I want to say she was the voice, Maybe but she was the voice. Her. Um, but either way, actually, I've always thought, noticed that too, Claire. It does seem like it's easier for the winner of American Idol or any of those singing shows to get a career in country as opposed to pop, rock, whatever it is, any other genre. It seems like country, they can get on the radio quicker, get a following quicker. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know like why or how, but because of that, I feel like they're both going to be successful and I root for them. So it, it was, it, I mean, and really cool. I mean, it's from Louisa, like, I know Louisa, Kentucky, like what the heck? Yeah. So, so cool. It was good. I was glad I was home and thus ends my journey with American Idol, but you'll be back. Oh, I will be back. I have to be back. I really enjoyed it. So yeah. uh, Yeah. But I, and I also hope that maybe some other people from this season have careers that didn't, you know, make it to the final, like, you know, Jennifer Hudson was like, came in fourth or something and she oh, had, yeah. had a huge career. Oh, yeah, that's so, right. um, I just, I'd like to see all of my, my young American idol hopefuls succeed in this life. So mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. that's that. And it seems that-, see that either yesterday or today, Carrie Underwood posted, um, a picture of her diary entry from the night that she won American idol. No. What did it say? It's, it's really cute. I only got to glance at it for a second, but it was like, you know, like I never dreamed they'd say like, and the winner of the 2005 American Idol is, and then she wrote Carrie Underwood with all these like exclamation points. I mean, cause she was such a young girl and it was just so like, I don't know. It's really, really sweet. So she was just reminiscing like tonight is such a huge night for this person. Like I remember it changed my life. Like, yeah. uh, and it was just really cool to see her actual thoughts from that night. Aww. I know. So like, I, yeah. I, I, I have a love, I won't say, Hey, I have like a hot and cold relationship with Carrie Underwood. Yeah. yeah I, a lot of people same. feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, I, you're not the first. I like that That's she okay. did that because I feel like she very rarely is like real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's nice maybe to see a little, like, I just don't, I, she hasn't come across to me as like the most authentic person. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Everybody builds their persona in a different way. And like, it, you know, when you're that famous, you have to do what you have to do to protect you, you yourself, your family, whatever. And so I'm not going to say she's doing anything wrong or right, but just she's not really my cup of tea in terms of like celebrity content that I want to consume. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. I feel like she's guarded. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel like we know. I don't feel like I know her beyond her songs that I really enjoy and stuff. Other than that, I'm just kind of like, eh. eh." But yeah, I feel like, see, like 
I totally agree with that. But my bigger issue with her is that I feel like, especially lately in the past, like few years or so, all of her songs sound the exact same. They do sound very similar. Like the singing, like the way she sings it. And then like, I don't know. I'm just like, I don't like, this is a new song. It sounds like every other song that's just been released. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She hasn't I'm, had a huge, huge like hit that it's like, everyone's like, oh, with that song that Carrie put out, you know, the, yeah, yeah, you're right. Totally. They're all very like, okay, it's good. But it's like, yeah, nothing sticks out like Jesus yeah. Deal or anything. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. She had, I mean, she has some great hits, but yeah, yeah recently yeah. I remember, yeah, she, she, I wasn't the song. Did she debut a song at the Grammys this year or something? And it sounded very similar to, I was like, I yeah. swear to you, I've heard this before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something new. Yeah. Something new. <laughs> But I mean, she's got toned legs. We know that about the woman. Oh, yeah. I mean, Lord. they're not even real. How do, I don't know how you do that. Like, I feel like, like, how does she have time to do anything else? Because I, to me, it appears that I, I, I work out. I worked out a lot in my life. My legs aren't even like close to that. So what does she yeah. do? <laughs> I don't know if she just squats from the moment she wakes up to the moment she squats, goes to bed. Squats, lunges. And honestly, I bet she does a lot of walking, walking, cycling, I guess, because I they know. say, they say walking like elongates your legs and that's why you should do it. So I bet there's to some degree, there's some sort of that in it. I'm sure her diet is locked down. Also insane. Yeah. 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 And she then I'm sure great. also on top of all of that, like, I'm sure there's a lot of self tanner contouring with like a brush, like all those stage on tricks. her legs. Yeah, yeah all, all the little stage tricks to like really, really make them pop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's on that. Thank you, American Idol, for another season of memories. Yes. Oh, when does the next season start? Is it months think, away? I don't. I think they only do it the one time a year now. One time I don't a year, think. Yeah you know, once upon a time, like they were cranking them out constantly. And, you know, the voice used to do that too. And the voice doesn't do that anymore. They've, they've stopped like cranking them out. I mean, I feel like every time you turned around there for a while, the voice was starting another season yeah, and they yeah. were like, they had totally. been on yeah. for like three years and they were like season 22. And I, yes. I, I no, was so unclear. Right. It was like, I now I, I, I have, has the last winner even put out a song? Like, I don't even, yeah. yeah. And, and for a while it was like, the last season ended. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I've never really kept up with the voice at all, but, uh, I do like music. And so I'll stick around for American Idol. If I, if I can get reception on my antenna for another season. Yes. <laughs> Cause my Hulu days are, are few and far, are, are getting shorter and shorter. How's that going? Oh, you, you mean you're, re- you're not going to re- renew it. Yeah. My brain is not like uh, optimal today. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which is great. Well, since I we'll let it speaking. slide. Thank you. So, okay. So that was on Monday night and a couple nights before that on Saturday was the season finale of SNL. And we had to say goodbye to some, some faves that <sighs> have been on there for time. a while. I, yes. Yeah. Bryant, Pete Davidson, Kate McKinnon. And then who's the, other? there was the fourth person. It was the guy that I, Kyle Mooney. Mooney. 
Kyle Mooney. Okay. Kyle Mooney. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I love all of them. AD Bryant them. out of all of those four. Yes, me too. My favorite. Like, oh, I love her. Girlfriend's talk show. Mm-hmm. One of the funniest segments that she ever did. Um, I love her. I love her. I just, I love her. I love her. I love her. So I'm really sad to see her go. Sad to see all of them leave. Pete Davidson, you know, he's been, you know, has out of all of them, I think that that, um, I said Kate McKinnon has done more episodes than any other female in SNL history. Yeah. I love that. I fucking love Kate McKinnon. Oh, she's hilarious. (laughs) When she did Justin Bieber, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) Oh my God. Like her, like her (laughs) and 80, like they're just so iconic. Like, and she's so funny. Mm -hmm. Like just, ah. Yes. Almost any time she was a man playing like a real, like male person in pop culture, it was hysterical because it was like funny visually, but she also was like nailing it at the same time. Yeah. Like the mannerisms. I, it was like, how did you even know that he did that? Yes. Yeah. That's the thing. She you know what I mean? Mannerisms yeah. that even we didn't notice that celebrity did, but she did and did them better than they did. And yeah. It was like, and then you're like, wait a second. They do kind of move their head like that. Or yeah. like they, they do talk with their hands, like, and they do that thing. And yeah. yeah. When she would do like a pouty lip face when she was doing Bieber, oh God, I would just. Oh. And then <laughs> oh my God. Out of the chair when she was Ellen. Oh, oh yeah, oh, the oh Ellen, yeah, that was really Ellen good. Chair. So good. I um, Pete Davidson, obviously, he's super famous now because of his relationship with Kim. I've I've always liked Pete, but on SNL, I was never a huge Pete Davidson fan. I was always kind of like, okay, like he yeah. had funny segments here and there, but I he never. I'm more so like I knew more about Pete from stuff that was going on with him outside of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I really liked him more in like the, the, the news, like update. Yeah. The Um, update when he would come on as himself and talk about something. Yeah. Rather than like in any of the skits, that's when I thought he was the funniest. And when him and like, oh my, okay. I can't remember the other guy's name. Colin. Colin Colin Joss. Michael Che. Yeah. When they would all like write their, the jokes for each other and then they would have to read it. I'm like, that was so funny to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I'll be curious to see where he goes from here because obviously he's done a movie or two and he's well, he seems to be very well liked by people in comedy and specifically like, I mean, like Lauren Michaels loves Pete Davidson and like uh, Judd Apatow loves Pete Davidson. So there's some, there's certainly something there. I'm going to say, I don't necessarily see what they see, but I'm hopeful that he's got a career ahead of him and he's not simply just hitching his wagon to Kim Kardashian because I personally don't have faith that that relationship is going to go the distance. Maybe it will, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, Pete, don't lose yourself in this relationship because he, to me, seems like someone who could do that. I Mm -hmm. don't, I don't know him from Adam. He must have some other projects going on that are, that would take him away from SNL. Like he must, because he did that one movie for, was it Hulu with Bill Burr? Oh, um, King Staten Island. Yeah. Like he did that. And then he did, um, and then he did that big stand up um, show in um, New York for like the victims of 9 11 and like their families. And he got like 
some of the biggest comedians in the industry to do the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I think there hat there must. They're very well. I mean, I did. That think, was kind I of my thought. Like, I shooting something at some point. Yeah, but. I'm like, maybe he's like doing. He's got some other stuff he wants to work on, and like he wasn't going to be able to do us. I don't know. Like, I'm just like, I'm very curious because I feel like there's got to be something in the works. Yeah, I don't know. You know. Maybe he just doesn't. He's not like my rising star. I because like Haley said, he's primarily only been notable to me because of everything going on around him, not yeah. necessarily stuff that he's achieving. But mm-hmm. you know, maybe this will be different. And part of me wonders if it was like, hey man, it's kind of like a distraction for the show because all mm-hmm. these other people have been very busy. Like Kate McKinnon, Kate McKinnon's been in a lot of other shows. AD Bryant had a whole other show while she's yeah. been on SNL. Yeah. You know, they have the whole off season. So there's time to do stuff, but you know, whatever, everybody has their time yeah. to go. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sad to see would... AD Bryant go. I love her. I, so I just love her. Oh, when she, oh, she did another one of my favorite segments is when she tried to be best friends with Cardi B and she called herself oh, yeah. ADB and it was A-B-B. the fake music video. She said, Cardi B and ADB, best friends. And Cardi's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> was AD one of the girls who did that, um, that Thanksgiving song like several years ago? Like back home. Where they're like, back, back, home, home, back home baller. I'm a back <laughs> home baller. <laughs> Yeah. She's, she's little baby 80 every little every baby, time i go baby. every time i go home um and visit my dad he always like sends me that clip and i'm <laughs> i'm a back home baller oh it's yeah. so good that and it was cameron diaz cameron diaz was hosting yeah, was yeah, yeah 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 well, amazing oh well I was, I was pretty sure 80 was in it but i didn't want to you know quote yeah yeah i love little baby 80 she's so my god so but you know, um, we'll make way yes. for a new crop of people that hopefully we'll love. Yeah, I know. That'll be so interesting to see who joins. Like if, mm-hmm. if it's anyone we kind of know, or if it'll just be people we don't know, I really, I really don't know. Yeah. So be good luck. SNL will stand the test of time. Like it always has. Yeah. All right. Um, well, you guys, there was a big event that happened this past weekend. There, there, was. there certainly was. There was. <laughs> there certainly was. And it was the wedding. in Italy. The third wedding. Yeah, the third <laughs> wedding. <laughs> Kravis, Courtney Kardashian, what? Travis Marker. They got married in Italy. Yes. Um, they got married in like, I would say um, like a medium-sized crowd was there it was yeah, it didn't really look super small. Huge. yeah it didn't look very big like the pictures it looked very like intimate like her family was standing really close up yeah and then um well and then what I thought was interesting as I was I was like looking at the pictures to see just to see who was there Tristan Thompson wasn't there because Chloe was by herself thank mm-hmm. god yeah um but I was surprised because um as Nori's black book on Instagram likes to call them, the Malikas, the twins, Malika yes. and Asia. Neither of them were there, which I thought was kind of interesting. Oh yeah. Are they really friends with Courtney or more just Chloe? Like the family. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. At least I was surprised at least Malika maybe didn't go with Chloe as like her date, but yeah. <clears throat> um, another thing 
he may have been there and maybe I just didn't see him in the pictures, but Rob Kardashian. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that he wasn't there. In the pics. That's yeah, weird. Like, What's going on with, uh, is there any intel on what exactly is? So there no, was the he basically just has Black a lot China. of. There was the yeah. lawsuit between Black China. Uh, this is one I'm wondering. I mean, Jacqueline, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Like there was the lawsuit between Black China and the sisters. And then that, you know, got dismissed or whatever. The Kardashians won. Well, I just read the other day, Black China still has a separate lawsuit against Rob. So I'm like, maybe yeah. he's just preparing for that. But you were, I'm sure, Jacqueline, you were going to say he's got a host of other, you know. Well, no, I, yeah, he does. Like in the past, he's had a lot of um, like mental health issues and battles yeah. with like depression and anxiety when it comes to like fame and having his picture taken. Um, and he gained like a ton, a ton of weight. And that, um, I think was, yeah, well, that's like of kind of older. Just I'm just talking like, about more recently. Yeah. No, I don't know. He still hasn't like lost the weight or like, like, I think he still is like pretty heavy set. And I think, I think that the, the depression and anxiety still, um, it's all tied into that. Point. Yeah. I think it's all just kind of tied in and maybe he didn't want to be pictured. I don't really know, but like, I mean, he's not, he's not like on the show. Like he, I don't know. I, I, I really, I really don't know. I have no idea, yeah. but I, I, and I saw too, that Corey, um, Chris's boyfriend, um, Corey Gamble wasn't there either. I saw that so too. And I was like, are they bringing maybe, I saw people speculating that he maybe tested positive for COVID oh. um, and couldn't go. But um, when I was at work today, one of the girls is going to Italy on Sunday. And I, I asked her if she has to test, if she has to get a COVID test before. And she said, oh no, we, you don't have to do that for Europe anymore. So I don't know. Well, I mean, but, but they might maybe have they did. tested anyway, because you yeah. shouldn't fly if you have COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, do. I don't know. I don't know. So, do I mean, or maybe Rob had, maybe Rob and Corey had COVID or have, yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. It was very interesting. What did you guys think of like all of the fashion? Uh, I thought her wedding dress looked cheap. I did not like it at yeah, all. Yeah, it was really weird. I don't, I do not understand what's going on with. Courtney's fashion clearly she's feeling it and she's feeling herself and I guess great but like me personally mm, I've got my I'm eye on Courtney I don't know what's going on here yeah <laughs> she's she very much seems to emulate whatever Travis likes and like his mm-hmm. vibe all mm-hmm. of a sudden is like her vibe I um hated every look on every single person yeah. um, that I saw. Um, and I'm like, and I'm sorry, Dolce and Gabbana, because every dress I saw said it was Dolce and Gabbana. Clearly, Dolce and Gabbana sponsored their clothing, not only uh Courtney and Travis, but Kim, Chloe. Uh why was Chloe Tyler. wearing a gigantic headdress at some I don't know, that was wedding. so bizarre. Like every outfit, I was like, what are we doing? Like this is high fashion, and clearly I can't afford high fashion, and so I just don't get it. This is on another level, but every single outfit, I was like. I hate this. I hate every, it was all gaudy and gothicy and like, but not in a. It just all. I don't know. I hate it all of it. They look a lot of outfits, honestly. Feet. It's like they were playing dress up. It wasn't. Yes. It didn't feel genuine. Yeah. It felt. I'm like not surprised. But. It felt like a sponsored yeah. trip. And yeah. I feel like a lot of the outfits too, like, looked cheap. 
Yeah. And then, you know, know, I'm just like, and then Chloe at one point, she was wearing like a cheetah, um, full length dress, Mm -hmm. which I liked the dress, but I'm like, why the fuck are you wearing a cheetah print dress to like a wedding reception? And I know it's like a different kind of wedding reception because it's Courtney and Travis, Mm -hmm. but like, really? Like it was just what we're going to wear. I just was like, you know, well, here's what I was thinking. I was like, don't be over there making all Americans look bad to all these sweet Italians. <laughs> Cause I was like, you know, they're like, God, those freaking American superstars are here showing up wearing these crazy outfits. And I'm like, the one thing that I loved from all the pictures and then the videos I saw and stuff is Courtney looks so blissfully happy. Yeah. I was like, that's all that matters. She and Travis yeah. look sickeningly happy. And I'm like, thank you. I'm so happy for you guys. If I think your outfits looked terrible, that's who cares? Like who even cares? But it was just the outfits on everyone that was over the top for me. Like, I'm like, they can wear what they want. Courtney probably doesn't give a crap what she wears. Cause she's just like, I'm happy. I don't care. Um, everything, just the overall vibe. It just felt very staged. And like you said, just not genuine. Yes. And I just was like, oh, what are we doing? I'm like, this is just very costume jewelry of you. Like, yes. Yes. I was like, what are we doing? You guys are so rich and like all so beautiful. Like, what are you doing? Damn. I don't know. The taste level just wasn't for me. Yeah. But again, I mean, I got, yeah, I got to say, they seem so happy. Yeah. I got to say, I didn't expect elegance from this, but I, I just, I didn't know what I expected. It wasn't this though. No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm glad the wedding has finally happened. So maybe we can kind of like start to move past all of this because I know I'm like, I'm kind of sick of talking about them. Um, did you, okay, wait a second before we move on. Did you see her like full weight, like the super long veil she wore during the ceremony that had like the tattoo that's on top of his head, like in the veil? Yeah. That was very, um, interesting. Yeah. Again, I, I don't know that I would do it. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but Hey, whatever. Yeah. YOLO. Yeah. You're aware know. that we sound very judgmental right now, but this was a wedding that was meant to be photographed and people to share opinions about like, so we're, we feel like this is what they wanted was people talking about it. And it's okay that we don't like it. We're not calling them horrible people or that we hate them. We yeah. I'm just saying us. it's not my style. And I, I like to talk shit. So that's what I'm doing. That's what we're doing. And if you listen to this podcast, you probably like to talk a little shit with your friends too. So that's what we're doing. Exactly. Sorry. I forgot to mute and just opened a very loud can of seltzer. I apologize. Unbelievable. I forgot where I was for a moment. I've been, I've been obsessively muting and unmuting over here as I've been burping and chomping ice. So I'm sorry if I haven't caught every one of them. I'm doing my best. Okay. I'm okay. trying. Um, okay. Florida Georgia line broke up. <laughs> <laughs> that felt not on brand as you said it. We literally is written in our rundown as Florida Georgia line announced they broke up officially. Do we care? <laughs> yeah. I wrote that in there because I was like, Well, the only reason I really wanted to talk about it was because I feel like for like a few years, there were like a lot of rumors going around between the two of them. And apparently like their wives don't get along. Like, I don't know. There was just like a lot of, there's always been some back, like backstage drama going on. Yeah. Like that there was some things behind the scenes happening. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we're going to take a break. And that break, I, I swear you guys was maybe like two years ago, like maybe like 
more than a year ago for sure. And then all of a sudden, randomly, they're like, yeah, we're done. It's like, okay. It's like, hmm, what happened? What happened yeah. to, um, I, I will talk about Florida Georgia line at any time because I have a very funny story from actually you two know her, my friend, Aaron from college. Oh, yeah. um, she used to work in, um, she's from Nashville and used to work on music video sets. And she worked on Florida Georgia Lines music video sets for a while. And she would always be like, anytime the music would come on, she'd be like, I hate them. <laughs> We'd be like, why? It's their catchy new song, you know? And she'd be like, they're the fakest, like non-country. She was like, and I can't remember, there was one of the guys specifically that she was like, I can't even look at him because I just want to start laughing. And we were like, why? And she said it was their call time to come on set to film the next scene. Um, and she said... <laughs> she went and knocked on his trailer door and she said, I guess he didn't hear me. So I just had to open the door and he no. was crashed over no. in front of the mirror. No, 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 no. Gone, no. nothing going no. like this. No. Why? <laughs> Guys, if you're at home and he was just like hyping himself up in complete silence in the mirror, like jumping back and forth, like doing this really weird dancing. And she just was like, um, Hey, it's time to, it's time to, okay, well, I'll see you on set. <laughs> she oh, said, anyway. no. yeah. So anytime she's like, I'll like, I'll have, next time you guys see her, I'll have to get her to imitate it. Cause it is the funniest thing. She said he was like in a deep squat, like doing this side to side upper body motion, just like practicing, I guess what he was going to do in the music video, in the dance Ooh. party scene. And she said it was the weirdest thing. And I'm anytime someone brings them up, I'm like, yep. I he practices I, dancing in front of the mirror. I, I can mean, only imagine sweet little Aaron being like, uh, yeah, she was like, um, the sets over there. She's like, am I interrupting? So sorry. I just never, I mean, they're just, they're douchebags, right? A hundred percent. I mean, they, they wear very, very skin. They wear skinnier jeans than the three of us with lots of holes in them. And then they wear those, then they wear those big, like, those big, big t-shirts that cover their butt with Love holes it. in it too. And then oh, yeah, they have like those hats that everyone wears in like Nashville with like a bunch of like chains. And you know what? Mm. They might be the nicest people, but in terms of music offerings, I've heard better. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've, I've enjoyed others more. Do you want to date Robinson? Yes. 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 Smokey mm-hmm. Robinson wrote my girl for the temptations. Okay. Love that. Yeah. That's he's the man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smokes. Mm-hmm. Well, RIP pour one out for Florida, Georgia line. Claire is really sad right now. <laughs> Boating trips from here on out will never be the That's same. true. Boating, any kind of boat co- culture, like country music group or singer that I think is not really country now, but is making it on the charts. I'm like the one and only time I will put up with them. Is when I'm on the lake. Like, I love one of those summer jams that it's like, no one who wrote this or performed this thinks it's going to be a Grammy winning song. Everyone just knows it's going to get people hype and drunk and that's all they care about. And that's what you want to do on the lake. So do it. Yeah. Boat culture, as Claire said, boat culture. Boat culture. And you know what? You I'll know say what? when I've been on a boat and I've had something to drink and a Florida Georgia line song has come on, I've probably enjoyed myself. What's one of their songs? 
baby, uh, a song, you make me want to roll my windows That song, that song. Okay. Yeah. Jacqueline and I, um, we just won American Idol. So oh my gosh, um, yeah. you can probably tell that from our you skills. believe it. Yeah, you can tell. So. Amazing. All right. Oh my gosh, guys, it's the moment we've all been waiting for. Claire, did you accomplish the task that was homework for us three and all our listeners? Yes. I watched <laughs> so senior, proud of you. I watched senior year on Netflix starring none other than Tasmania's own Rebel Wilson. Yes. yes. Give your okay. I watched it as well. Jacqueline watched it. Jacqueline, I watched it on the same night. I think it was it Monday night. Yeah. I've got I've got my notes. So oh. So uh, I guess, you know, the plot summary is Rebel Wilson. I didn't even know what the plot was going into it. I had no clue what the plot was. I went in, I raw dogged it. You know, I was like, let's just press play and go. Okay. And that's what we did. (laughs) And so Rebel Wilson plays this girl, Stephanie, is that her name? Stephanie, Um, who was from Australia. So big stretch. Um, and they moved to the United States and she wasn't very cool. And then she became a cheerleader and her whole goal in life was to be like the most popular girl in school and to be prom queen. And so she suffers a actually horrific cheerleading accident, which I would like, say a crime. I, yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> well, she should be straight up yes. dead. It was awful. Um, mm-hmm. And is in a coma for 20 years and then wakes up and still wants to be a prom queen and goes back to high school. And, you know, one thing leads to another and you can Mm -hmm. imagine it plays out exactly how you'd imagine. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was that. Um, I guess just first impressions. What did you guys think? I'm sorry. Thank you. Watch it. Thank you. (laughs) All I kept thinking is here this week to get an apology from both of us. (laughs) Right. All I kept thinking the entire time was this is terrible. This is awful. I, Mm -hmm. the first thing I wrote in my notes and I gave it some time. Rebel Wilson is a bad actress. She's Mm. not, not good at acting. And she's actually not funny either, which is weird because I always actually thought she was funny, but it's like, this movie didn't know in this movie. It's like, was she funny or was she trying to be like hot? You know? Yes. That's what I, I was confused. Yeah. I was yeah, like, is she totally. trying to be the silly like, cool girl? Yeah. Or is she thinking? Yeah. Um, what I kept thinking my overall thing was, oh my gosh, this is so stupid. But then I was like, oh, I got to finish it though. Not just for the podcast, because I'm like, I'm too far in now. Now I've got to know what happens. Oh, I and I felt like it was too long. I'm like, sure, it was so long, almost over. And I'm like, oh my god, there's 27 more minutes. Yes, yeah. they could have easily. It's nearly two hours long. They could have easily made it an hour and a half. Easy, mm-hmm. a 90 minute in and out. My favorite thing was at the very end the music montage of them dancing on all the different sets and stages. Yeah, I that, really enjoyed that because it was that, that old. Was it was that. I can't remember what song it was, but it was that very popular song from like that, the nineties, like 99, 2000. Um, I can't remember, but it, it was like a dancing montage. And I actually really liked that. Oh, was, I was it, like, okay. oh. was it, was it, um, say la vie? 
Yes. Say love it. Yes. I actually yes. love that part. You. I was like, yes. Say love it. Oh my God. Yes. That was okay, my favorite like song. I literally have that in my notes. The best part of the entire movie was say la vie playing at the end. Yes. Okay. It was so yeah. good. Yeah. The, 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 so- the second the music started playing for that song, I was like, hell yeah. I'm like, yes. Uh-oh. I like nostalgic music because they kept, they kept doing music from when she was cool, like when she was in high school. And I was like, I'm loving this throwback music. I enjoyed that. Other than that, not, not a whole lot to like. Yeah, for me, not a whole lot to all like. the throwback music throughout the entire movie was the best part of the movie. Yeah, that was my MVP. I wrote down the early 2000s music. But yeah. have, y'all, have y'all seen the controversy that's been going around on the internet? Which, of course- I saw about so in the movie there's the cheerleading routine that she they have their that they do and that's when she gets injured and then when she's older that routine comes back up and there's like the mega mix song that they do it to and it's got all these early 2000 songs well in the montage of that mega mix is moment like this which was Kelly Clarkson's American Idol song and this was supposed to be in 2002 and that song didn't come out till like September, 2002, and it doesn't match up with the timeline. And so that song wouldn't have even been out. This movie yeah. was why trash liar. I thought it was a documentary. No, it's not. One thing I kept thinking about this movie too, is that it was like, okay, but Mean Girls, Never Been Kissed, and Easy A all did it better. It's like they all, they took things from each of those movies, and but all of those movies did it better. Like Never Been Kissed had like the adult going back to high school. Mean Girls had the unpopular girl going to popular. And Easy A had the like the front facing talk to the camera. Okay, I know I've got something to clear up. Yeah. And that all just... It not, it didn't, it felt very un, it didn't feel fresh because of that. I was just kind of mm-hmm. like, yeah, these are all recycled ideas. And um, it wasn't set far enough in the past where it felt, the music was the only thing that made it feel particularly nostalgic. Other than that, I felt like it's too soon for us to be pretending that like 2002 was a long time ago. I mean, it was 20 years ago. I know, but it still <laughs> felt to me like I just kind of was like, yeah. I don't know. The music was the only nostalgic part to me. Other than that, I was just like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. it did have some funny one-liners. I will give it that. A couple of funny one-liners that I were like, I was like, okay, I like would laugh. Um, and then I was thinking to myself, I was like, when would be the perfect time to watch this? Cause like I did not enjoy it, but then once I was into it, I was like, I gotta see how it finishes. I'm like, it's a movie that I would enjoy watching. I will never rewatch it. But if I was looking for something to watch. And I didn't if I know if I had the flu and was sitting on my couch and wanted to watch something where I didn't have to pay attention too much. And it just was like baseline entertainment no. is when I feel like the perfect time to watch it would be. Yeah. I would say never again would be yeah. the perfect time. Well, I I'm never going to watch it again, but I'm saying if, if you guys out there get the flu or COVID again, and you're laying on the couch, and you're wanting to watch something that you, could, you need to give 10% of your attention to watch senior year. Yeah. So, okay. I know we kind of touched on it. What was everybody's high point of the movie? What give me your high and low of the movie. My low of the movie was when she, her younger self was sitting on her boyfriend's lap in class. And she said in supposedly in front of her whole class, there's an extra special VIP room for you and me. And he says, what for? And she says for boning. And I was like, yeah, I was like, 
Did we no. say boning? I was like, no one says boning, and no one, no one says that in front of their entire class to their boyfriend. I was that like, was truly unrealistic. Just it the was so sitting. painful. I yeah. was like, what? Um, my high point. It's kind of crude, but it was the, one of the best one-liners, and it really made me laugh. Was when she's with the cheerleaders, and they're when she first like helps them all learn to dance like freely in that basement. Oh yeah. She says, I'm not afraid of Brie. Once you've blown someone's dad, you're not afraid of them anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and I was and, like, oh, I'm sorry, everyone. I apologize. That was crap. The, the, student, the students that she said that to were like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, the cute little gay guy, the like flamboyant gay guy. He goes, oh, good to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that made me giggle. And then... There were a couple other ones. Like, I can't think of them now, but those were some of my moments. What about y'all high and low? My, my high was, I wasn't like a specific moment. I liked the actress that played the grown up mean girl. No, oh. Oh, I like the principal. I like her. Oh, sorry. I didn't but mean her name is Zoe Chow. I think uh-huh. I really, I, I don't was know. She, I like what, what else was she in? She was in that show Love Life on um, HBO at one point. Okay. Because I, I don't know. Who looks I really just kind familiar of like, and I couldn't You know, every now and then you have an actor that you just like like to watch. And I just kind of like enjoyed her. When she was ever on screen, I was like, oh, I like her. The adult so, Tiffany. Adult, yeah, adult Tiffany. Tiffany. Yeah. Her daughter's name was okay. Bree. That's what I, all I could think of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my low point was... God, I mean, there were so many. She's like uh, the film. Um, yeah, the the film. Okay, my low point because was the transitions when like she would like check something off her list. It was like make the cheerleading team, and then it would like yeah. do this weird transition. I was like, what? Like, like am I hallucinating? And it just mm-hmm. felt so stupid. I don't know. I just it didn't fit in, and it was that. I really hated that. I really hated that, but like, I hated everything. So I just can't stress enough how much I didn't like this movie. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't find any moments that like even made you feel like, okay. No, No. I mean, okay. No, my, my MVP of the movie was definitely the early 2000s music. And every time a song came on that I liked, I was like, woo, I love that. Yeah. I like, I really was like excited for the music. And that yeah. was a fun point, but not even the outfits did I like, like no, nothing, they, nothing yeah. was like, no, I don't know. And I, I'm so turned off by her. That's the problem. And I'm not, it's not like a personal thing. It's just like, I was really watching her and trying to like, like her, mm-hmm. but it, it's like, I feel like I'm being force fed. Rebel Wilson is a hot girl now. And that's what you have to believe. And I'm like, why does she like, why can't she just be rebel Wilson? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just, yeah. again, I guess the, my, the theme of all of the things I'm critical of on this podcast today is it just, again, didn't feel genuine to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and maybe it's like she's trying to figure out, I don't know, who she, I don't know. Who she I, don't, is I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on, but I just, yeah. I wasn't buying it. It felt mm-hmm. like her PR team has created this narrative that like, oh, she's the hot girl now. 
and then it she's and then hers her herself is still trying to do these like comedic roles that she did before well i want to be clear and too about she's something. like but she's like overacting yes definitely you know overacting I mean? that's what i mean like, she's just she wasn't a good actress i yeah, thought the she overacting was like, was like out of control like she played that very odd character in the beginning of bridesmaids which yeah. i thought she was hysterical in that but i want to make something clear i am not equating like she's had this weight loss right yeah and mm-hmm. i think she is a beautiful person in terms of her body regardless of how it looks i think i'm also annoyed that it's like oh she can be hot now because she lost weight yeah like, that's yeah. my point that's my point it's like why yeah, couldn't she have been hot before like exactly i, I don't i don't yeah. really and i you know it's one thing if she's feeling amazing and she's got new confidence but i just i don't know the i just the, there's something about it that really irks me yeah mm-hmm. something about it that's know. icky yeah yeah mm-hmm. i don't know but yeah apart from that i just the movie was you know it was it was it's fine, it's fine. it was a movie all right, give us your high and low, Jacqueline. Okay, so my um, low, I would say, is while I enjoy some of the stereotypes of being in high school in the early 2000s and like that just whole era of time, I felt like the movie had to hit every single stereotype of a high schooler and of that era that it was just kind of like, do you have to hit every single one of them? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I was just like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Let me tell you who I found most believable. Sorry, Jacqueline. Sorry. I feel like I keep jumping on you. I apologize. You're not done. The person that I found most believable in the film was the guy from This Is Us playing a wannabe cheater because of what he did to Chrishell. I was like, I believe this character. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, yeah, because you're a cheater. Yeah. I was like, I could see this. Yeah. So, and then my high um, was, and this is, um, Mm, what do I want to say my high was? I have a, a couple positive things written down. Wow. Um, okay. I will, I will say my high um, was actually one of the stereotypes because I laughed out loud because I did this too. Um, when they showed Love her it. room as a teenager and they're like, we kept your room exactly the same. And she like goes in and it's like the same wallpaper and the same like bedding. And then she's got all like the boy band posters everywhere. I was uh-huh. just like, oh, that was my room. It did <laughs> look authentic, but then like, she had to call attention here. to it. She was like, the- my backstreet boys. And I was like, yeah, we see it. Like, yeah, we, see it. Don't we don't know. have to say I don't, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Everything made me insane. Okay, wait. This was <laughs> I, I thought this I thought this line was very on brand for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've talked about these things before. It said, um, she goes, There's only three ways to become popular to be a cheerleader, to work at Abercrombie, or to let guys go in the back door. <laughs> 
Yes. 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 <laughs> it's the trifecta right there. And trifecta. then there's another, and then there was another line where she was talking about a party and she goes, Mike's hard lemonade, Jaeger, Smirnoff, all the good shit. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Tiffany said that. Young Tiffany said that. Oh, that was so good. That was such a good line. Oh, that is, oh my God. I, I was cracking up. I was like, yeah. okay, wait. I'm like, that was a good one because that was like, that was the, like, oh, I, those were the drinks. I wish, I wish that they played into the other stereotypes in like a funny way like that. Like that was like a subtle way to like date it, to, to take you back to that time. You're like, yes, that's what we were drinking. Yeah. Like, like it would, it would, like Claire said, it, it was one thing to see the posters, but like, I got it. Like, you didn't have to say the Backstreet Boys are like, and then acknowledge every boy band. Like you could just leave the posters and everyone in this timeline, you know, everyone in that era would know that that was what we did. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. I enjoyed the, and Claire, it's who I thought you were going to say earlier was I did actually enjoy, and I've seen that after some other stuff who played the principal, who played her high school friend. Yes. No, she's great. I've seen her like other stuff and I really enjoyed her. I think she plays a very believable, honest, wholesome character. And I was like, I just listened to her. Good. She was on a podcast the other day and I, I, I really, to her. yeah, yeah. I enjoyed her. So what was your most cringeworthy moment? So for me, um, the most cringeworthy moment, Mary um, Holland is the name of that actress. Mary oh, Holland. Okay, okay. Mary Holland. Got it. The most cringeworthy moment for me um, was when Rebel Wilson um, was making out with her boyfriend Blaine in class and sitting on his lap, and I was yep. like, "I hate everything about this." Yes, <laughs> agreed. Oh, and that's what she said for boning. It's like, yeah, no. I was like Ew. Yeah. <laughs> mine was yeah. the entire sequence where they re inexplicably, by the way did the entire drive me crazy music video. Yeah. Which what? I guess was fantasy. I kept thinking what, like, what's going, why did we have to do the whole thing? It's like, I, oh, I was, I was like crawling out of my skin. I could not stand it. Cause then that, I, that, that was one of those moments where I was like, am I supposed to think this is a funny movie or is this supposed to be hot? Right. Yeah. I couldn't, it was I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't mm-hmm. figure it out, but that mm-hmm. I, and again, we could have just chopped that out. That had nothing to do with the plot, had nothing to do with anything and simply wasted my damn time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Want to know cringeworthy? What did y'all think about the prom king and queen dance? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, what's happening? I said out loud. Why, like, why was she, why was I think she I did say what's happening out loud too, actually. Yeah. I was like, I was like why was she, she wearing a leotard? Yeah. She, she started, she took off her skirt and was just wearing a leotard. Yes. Or yeah. And he had took off his jacket and suddenly they have a choreographed routine. Yeah. And we were to believe they were going to win. Yeah. And we were to believe this is still the same dress. Her mother bought her 20 years ago that it was a leotard dress back <laughs> With then. A skirt. <laughs> The I had a second cringeworthy moment and I did laugh out loud, but I was also like, oh gosh, when her friend Sam, when they're in high school, was using the sock to clean blood off his forehead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, she, and she said, Can I have that back? And then she explained why. And I was like, oh God. I was like, that's disgusting. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, and you know what? I liked him. Sam he Richardson. Was yes. Oh, he was yeah. a sweet guy. He was really yeah. sweet. The kid version and the adult version. Exactly. I was like, I love him. Yeah. He was a, a sweet, a sweetie. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
And, it and you know who like- I think is drop dead gorgeous. And I think is someone to watch. And I know I've seen her in other stuff was the, I don't know what nationality she is, but the really long, the, the two friends she had that were cheerleaders. Oh yes. Poor oh, girl that said she wants to be the president one day. Yes. I think she is one of the most beautiful, like almost like a Priyanka Chopra or um, Frida Pinto kind yeah. of. Oh like, yeah. It, yeah. Now I see what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. She was I'm just like, She's gorgeous. So gorgeous. Oh, yes. when you look her up on um, IMDb, mm-hmm. she just goes by one name. <gasps> wow. Avantika. That's when you know you're a bad bitch. Avantika. Damn, girl. Yeah. She, I'll she, vote for her. I feel like I've seen her in something else too, but when Me I'm too, looking. But I don't know what. Well, I'm looking at her IMDb and I've certainly never watched she any of this. She kind of looks like the one girl. Um, and I can't remember her character's name, but she looks like the younger sister in the latest season of Bridgerton. Oh, I haven't watched Bridgerton. So that's who I thought she was initially. I was like, is that the same? And then, and then like, when I looked at their pictures closer together, it was, um, not her, but well, she's primarily been in like children's programming and it seems like it may be some stuff from India. Yeah. She's, she's, she's Indian American. Oh, yeah. Oh, but I just think but she is gorgeous. Yeah. I yeah. And she was, she was like her. fun to watch on screen. Yeah. She's a funny, like just her vibe was really funny. She's gorgeous, but she was yeah entertaining as well. I really yeah. liked her. Yeah. And I liked the way she was styled. Like her hair was always cool. And- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enjoyed her. Enjoyed yeah. her. Um, so one of the other things that I was a little confused on was Stephanie, AKA Rebel Wilson wakes up from her coma for 20 years. Um, were people like doing face masks on her for 20 years? Yeah. She had no, she had Botox. Yeah. She she literally came out of coma with Botox and fillers. I know that was bothering me at one point. Like her eyebrows don't move up on, on her face. And I was like, this this woman has Botox <laughs> and like, honestly, straight out of coma. I hope my family's, I hope my family takes note because I also, I too would want to be infected <laughs> with Botox if I was in a coma. Like I better come out looking as young as I did before. Honey, I'll take care yes. of you. Okay. We'll, yes. we'll get, we'll get a med spa in there. We'll get another a thing. We'll get them you. in there. I love it. You're welcome. Another thing that irritated me about yeah, Yeah. This girl has been in a coma for 20 years. And she's had like a day and a half to like adjust to life. And everyone's like, you need to grow up. You need to move on. And I'm oh, like, no. she's literally grow up and move on. I'm like, she's still like 17. She, she, to her, no time has passed. Like give her a freaking break. And I'm like, like yeah. you tell me, I mean, I know none of us thought this movie was going to be highly realistic, but I'm like, you're telling me she wakes up and they let her leave the hospital the same day. Yeah. She has no, you know, atrophy, no muscle issues from laying down for 20 years. She has <laughs> mental issues. She, and she doesn't yeah. need therapy. No, you don't need therapy. No, no physical no. or mental. You're fine. And getting, and getting a lady in there to do Botox. No, sis, she's no. got it. And then I was like, you're trying to tell me this bitch mastered Instagram after one 10 minute lesson. And I still am like, what the hell am I doing on here? Yeah. She's in her, she's in her room with the Backstreet Boys posters using a ring light to go live on Instagram within like three hours of her getting out of the hospital. I'm like, yeah. what the 
hell is happening right now? Yes. Like truly, I didn't even think about that, how ridiculous it is. Like, they're just like, she's woken up. You can go on home. It's a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. Like your legs aren't the slightest bit wobbly. Like, yeah. yeah. You're fine. Go and run. Oh my gosh. So yeah, yeah I can't, not, not the highest it, quality. Yeah. Not the best film of the year. It's not going to win an Oscar, but if you're up for some funny, albeit nostalgic at parts, especially music wise film, if you want to watch something to kind of laugh at, make fun of tune into senior year on Netflix. So I, I think we're all on the same page where we would not watch it again. No, no I will never watch it again. I yeah, I'll never watch it again. I, I won't okay. even go as far as Haley's to recommend it. Yeah. I'll say pass. Okay. Yeah, I guess pass. But I was like, you know, I was just trying to think of when would be a good time. Maybe the answer is never. <laughs> Are you in the back pocket of Netflix? Just tell Rebel, us. Now. I am Rebel's publicist and I get her... Claire, I basically have made a bunch of targeted ads on Instagram just to you. <laughs> well, it's it's working. I don't know. Hi, Claire. It's me, Rebel. She's on the cover of People maybe Magazine. maybe your yes. phone maybe your phone is like choosing to show you stuff by Rebel Wilson because we keep saying her name in this podcast. Probably. Yeah. Well, my Rebel Wilson is Selma Blair. I'm not a. I can't unsee her. I see her everywhere, and I'm over it. I have no interest, and I'm just see, like. And I don't. I don't feel like I see her that often. I but. see her everywhere, and I think it maybe it's because I don't. I really don't. I don't hate her. I just am not a fan, and I just feel like she's everywhere, and I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. Um, my my rebel Wilson used to be Anne Hathaway, but I haven't seen her in a while, so she's been yeah, kind of off the grid, a little quiet lately. But she's I will say back. there are some movies by her she's that I enjoy. But overall, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Remember how much Joan Rivers used to hate Anne Hathaway? Mm-hmm. It made my soul happy. I was like, oh my God, I hate her too. Yes, no reason. I'm so unjustified. Yes. <laughs> Joan Rivers would go on Fashion Police and just say how much she hated Anne Hathaway, but she didn't know her at all. She would just be like, I hate her. Well, lately, she's like, she's been, she's been back on the scene and she's looked, I, I've loved everything she's worn. I'm like, ooh, fashion. Yeah, she showed she was at the have to all on the red carpet and a very interesting latex, like out of character for her type dress. And I was like, hmm. yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. well, there we go. I watched a Rebel Wilson movie. <laughs> we're, we're all proud of we you. We did Claire. it. We are. I know. I kept thinking as I was watching it, I kept thinking, I can't believe Claire is watching this. <laughs> <laughs> I literally I did. did. I'm like, I can't believe she's watching this right I now. I watched till the bitter end. I let all the credits roll. I watched, like, there were some, like, little cut-in scenes. I watched those. I watched it all. Yeah. So there you have it. I'm a woman of my word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, before we get on to our favorite thing and self-care, um, we're I'm going to tell you guys about our sponsor, Captured by Crouch. She is a traveling photographer based out of Frankfurt, Kentucky, and she specializes in wedding elopement, lifestyle, and boudoir sessions. Morgan offers both photography and videography services to capture your special moments in life. Captured by Crouch is a published dark and moody photographer and is now booking 2023 weddings. So if you're interested in booking a wedding or a session, reach out today with the code ABLOCK for your special discount. Yes. yes. Thank you, Morgan. Okay. Um, I'll kick us off. My favorite thing is the dress I'm currently wearing. And I just texted it to the both of you. Um, <gasps> it's off Amazon. It is $40 or $40.99. It's this one shoulder 
flowy, perfect summer dress. And they have like 10 different colors, but I have it in this, like they called it purple floral. It's one shoulder with like the ruching at the top, very flowy three-tiered skirt bottom. I wore it today to work. I think it'd be perfect for a like wedding guest, brunch, whatever. It's lined. I love it so much. I put cut the tags off this morning and put it on. And I was like, huh, I'm in love. It um, is and it's really awesome. cute. It's really cute. And the one shoulder, my favorite thing, sometimes I hate one shoulder stuff because I feel like the one shoulder side comes down too low and kind of like pushes up that like underarm fat that 99% of women have, including myself. Um, no, it comes up like crazy high on both sides under your arms. So there's no like, over, like, you know what I mean? Nothing being pushed up and no out. Side um, boob, no, weird, yeah, no side boob, no, no weird strapless like, bra straps, you know, this like, yes. you know, like when you wear like a strapless thing and like your strapless bra kind of comes up and then like the bra is like sticking out. I hate yes. that. So, yes, annoying. so, annoying. Um, so I'll try to remember to post a picture to our, um, story, um, of this dress, but I purchased it on a whim. I think I got an ad for it uh, on Amazon and I was like, Oh, I like this color. And then I got it and it's just for 40 bucks. I'm going to wear it all summer long. Oh, um, I kind of like your color the best. What if yeah. I wear the same color? I might. I don't care. Can we do all it? Match? Yeah. What guys, should we do a photo shoot all in matching dresses? <laughs> Morgan, Morgan, if captured by Crouch, will you do a photo shoot of us? And this is the A block dress. It has purple in it, which is our color. It's true. Yeah. yeah. I kind of uh, like I'm, the striped ones or the fit. Yeah. I mean, all the colors are so cute. I love this color, but it's like the fit, I'm telling you, is. Is this an Allie Hunter dress? I feel like I've seen her post about this. It might be, but I didn't see it from her. It does look like an Allie Hunter dress, but I don't know. Which, guys, if you don't follow, Al follow Allie Hunter, if you're an Amazon shopper, follow Allie Hunter on Instagram. She has all the best deals. So that's my latest fashion find. And I wore it today and it made me feel very confident and very pretty. Um, I highly recommend the next thing, my self-care it's not self-care. It's basically, I just had two favorites this week. Um, and I wanted to shout it out. The skims biannual sale is on, which is Kim Kardashian's like comfy clothing line. Um, my absolute favorite pair of pajamas ever is her iconic sleep set from skims. And it's like, um, $50 off right now on the skim sale. I was going to order a second pair for myself and then one for my mom today. And I haven't put it, I haven't officially bought it yet. Cause like, even on sale, I'm still like, ah, it's still like 70 bucks, but it's normally like one thirty or something. Um, if you're looking to splurge, if you're looking to buy yourself a fancy treat or a gift for someone, the skims biannual sale is on and the sleep set is on there in 50 colors. And it's, oh, it's so cozy. It's just long sleeve pants and a long sleeve top coziest PJs you're ever going to have. Oh, I, I saw the ad for the biennial sale right before we started. And I was like, Oh man, am I going to, am I going to look on here? Yeah. Yes, I, I haven't bought anything else from her. My mom actually, I think I've mentioned it get surprised me at Christmas with pajama set. And I could not believe it. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, but it's, Oh, it's so cozy. So, okay. Those are my digs. Those are my things this week. Um, okay. My favorite thing is it was going to be that there's a three day weekend coming up and three day weekends are so exciting now that I'm taking advantage you of them. Have them. Yes. But <laughs> then I got a special delivery today of something I had ordered and I played with it in my apartment and I love it. I finally ordered a belt bag, AKA a fanny pack. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited for you in this. Yes. You're and I bought the, the Lululemon. Um, it's the everywhere it's called everywhere belt bag. Um, mm -hmm. it was only 38 bucks, which I thought was a good price from Lululemon. <laughs> oh no, it is. I have the, I have the, Oh, Lululemon you do. Everywhere I belt love bag. it. I bought it 
at our friend Casey's recommendation. Last year, she told me oh, on my bachelorette trip last year, you guys, you guys may not remember, she had the Lululemon everywhere belt bag. And on the trip, she was like, you guys are sleeping on this. These are going to be everywhere next year. And I was like, no, they're not. They're hideous. And she, so then as soon as I bought it, like two months ago, I was like, you were right. I was wrong. I'm sorry. It's oh, awesome. 38 bucks. Yes. 38 bucks. It's nothing. I know. I was like, oh, this is a good price because I've been wanting to get one for a little while. And I researched it for a little bit, like probably a month or two ago. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't like any of these enough. Or like the ones I were seeing were all crazy expensive that I liked. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I am not spending that amount of money on this. And then just like three days or on Monday. Yeah. So I guess just this week, um, or maybe it was in the last week, who cares? Um, I saw, I, I got an ad for this or something. And I was like, wait, I love this. And it was, I got a new color that they just released. It's called trench. It's just like a khaki color that I like. Oh, oh nice. I was just going to ask what color. Oh, that'll go with everything. Yeah. yeah. And so, and then it got yeah, it to 38 bucks and it was kind of exactly what I was looking for and came in today and I love it. So very oh, it excited. It's got all the pockets. It got all the pockets. Yes. I can cram that baby full. Um, and then my self-care is forcing me myself to put the phone down. Um, and this was already in the works kind of, but then after yesterday, there was the horrible shooting in Texas in Uvalde. Oh. And, um, yeah. I did the classic doom scrolling. Oh no. Felt the, the impulse to post on social media nonstop. I mean, just getting fully outraged, which I'm not mad that I'm outraged about this. Um, I think if yeah, you're I mean, not outraged, rightly so. I mean, it's truly, it's, it's the worst of the worst. It's, I can't believe how spineless the leaders in our country are right now that they let this happen. Mm-hmm. And cause I feel like that's the, what's gone on. And I, I just yeah. can't believe that we've had another mass shooting at an elementary school. Yeah. The elementary, um, it's just, and it just gets to a point where when so much is going on, I mean, it, it, you have that helplessness, helpless feeling of like, well, literally what can I do? Like yeah. I, I can do nothing. I have voted for the people I want to vote for. I live my life the way that I want to live it. I, I do everything that I feel like I can do. I donate the money to the places and nothing changes. And so mm-hmm. I simply had to be like, Claire, put the phone, just put it down. Mm-hmm. put it down, walk away, put on your headphones or whatever psychotic yeah. thing. And so I'm just, um, I'm just letting the serve as a reminder for myself and everyone else that it is okay to check out when you need to, yeah. like, because it's, does no one any good for you to get so worked up to a point of it turning negative inwardly onto yourself, you know, like that serves no one. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve the cause. It doesn't do anything. So mm-hmm. in any case, I'm trying to keep that in mind because no doubt there will be another horrific story that hits the headline soon. And we'll be going through this again in some form or fashion. So just trying to remind myself that it is okay to not be totally up to date on every single freaking tragic detail that comes out. And every terrible yeah, thing that anybody I, has said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I was up till one o'clock last night on my phone in the darkness, reading mm-hmm. minute by minute updates. I just couldn't stop. I couldn't yeah. stop. And news was still coming. And so I could not stop. And I, I had to just like put my phone down mid reading. Cause I was like, I'm getting so upset and I'm just, what can I, same thing. I was like, here I am 
hates away. What am I, what am I going to do except be more horrified than I already am? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just the worst. Our hearts absolutely know. to, uh, you know, you've heard it from a million people, but just so you know, we are all sickened by it. Yeah. To the I, I just, as a, as like, I, obviously I'm not a parent, I don't have children, but I can't imagine sending my baby to school and then just not having them come home. I mean, that is just utterly, mm. utterly mm. devastating. I just, yeah. and I can't even describe as unimaginable because, but, because it's happened because it's happened several times. Like I remember when Sandy Hook happened and it came out and I was listening to it on the radio in my car, driving to work at the news station at that time. And I started crying in the car on the way. Yeah. I I remember. I'll never forget that day. I I will never forget it either. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. When they started watching it, I started crying. Yeah. I think I was for some, I remember, I don't, I feel like I was like at, I was in college maybe like my last year, maybe just after it. But I remember I was like, for some reason I was back in Chicago visiting my family and I was like watching the coverage with my dad. And I remember just like sitting on the couch, just like crying. I was like, this is like absolutely horrible. Yeah. First, this is come, I'm not speaking for anyone else, but I just don't understand. Give me a good explanation as to why people need access to AK 47, AK 15. I don't even AR 15. I don't even, I don't even, I I'm so not in the gun world that I don't know. I'm not anti-gun. I, I, but I'm not um, more obsessed and in love with a gun than a child's life. Yeah. Like Uh, get a freaking grip, you know? And I've yet to hear an explanation that convinces me that, Oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. An 18 year old should be allowed to have an AR 15. Yeah. That, that is a good reason. Cause again, if you haven't seen it, these children were so obliterated, their family members had to give DNA to identify them. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, so, it's really upsetting. Like if something doesn't and- change, I, I mean, it really feels like a tipping point to me. And I'm in, I mean, I'm in Texas. I'm not close to Uvalde at all. Like Texas is a big state. Um, but it's been a huge point of conversation here as it is everywhere oh, and it's just yeah. like yeah like what literally what does it take and, and I I feel like a lot of people yeah. too that are that do own guns and are responsible with them are still against AR-15s yes like, well if you're responsible it's like yeah we should not like right you shouldn't for that no one should you're want fucking a, 18 yeah what, yeah. what are you well, doing and, with that they, they say, according to, you know, like a Pew research poll or Quinnipiac poll that like the majority of Americans, including gun owners, want common sense gun reform. And mm-hmm. it's truly the people in power who refuse to do anything about it because they care more about the money and the power than anything else. And that, I mean, it's, it, it's so blatantly obvious now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, again, I was born and raised in a state that, I mean, the freaking NRA convention is going to be here in like two days. And that's a huge, which is insane. And our governor's going to be there and it's very upsetting all the things that are going on. And I bet they'll have security. Of course they will. And, but I mean, what, something's got to change and isn't it worth trying to see if 
gun control in some capacity works. And the explanation of, well, it's a mental health problem. Sure. Not denying that we don't have a mental health crisis in this country, but guess what? People have mental health issues all across this earth. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. as we get told over and over, this is the only country where this happens again and again and again. So Mm -hmm. isn't it worth trying something else? Yeah. I'm just, uh, it just, yeah, but it's so sad. It's a joke to the rest of the world. Yeah, it is. And, and, you know, I know it's very raw and sensitive and people are like, we can't, it's too soon to politicize it. Well, when is the right time to politicize? When is it time to talk about it? Yeah. It's like, if you feel compelled to act in regards to something so protecting children, isn't political horrific. I don't know. Yeah. Like that's the thing too. It's like, it shouldn't be a political thing. (laughs) So like get a grip. And if you watch that, you know, if you watch news coverage and see that that many, you know, that children in general, or even a child, but you watch just the coverage of this and you sit back and think, wow, I can't believe people are making it political. Like, I think you need to like take a deep breath and maybe, yeah, um, do some self-reflection on that. Uh, yeah, it's like, imagine if that was a school in your neighborhood, like that alone. I'm just like, imagine if that was a school in your neighborhood. And if, even if it's not your child, it's someone's child that lives next door to you, like gunned down, like they were in a war, like what, like that's, it's just, and think of the children who survived it and had to uh, see it. Oh, oh. I, it's just, it's awful. It's so dark. It's so it's dark. It's and so like dope. the first responders that had to like, oh my gosh, go in there and, and take these poor babies out. I mean, and they live with God that forever. Honestly, yeah. Jesus help us. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So we said our piece on that. I, I'm yeah. not going to apologize for going there, but it, no, oh my gosh, but, it's what everyone's thinking about and yeah. being horrified over. Everyone would be remiss to not talk about it today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All um, right, Jacqueline, hard, <laughs> hard transition. Yes. Your you know what? Thing. It's okay. Anyway, let's like check in with the meteorologist over the weekend right, weather. Right. Uh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your classic morning news. Yes. Classic pivot. morning news. Here's the pivot. <laughs> um, so my, I think, um, so I just have an update on the, uh, my weekly favorite thing, my update on last week, I was talking about those little like perfume roller balls that I ordered. Yes. Um, yeah. all of them are so spot on. Like I cannot even believe that they are not the actual perfume that I purchased. Um, feels like stealing, but it's amazing. I know. And they were, and, um, so I started, have I worn all of them? No, I haven't yet. I've only worn, I ordered three different kinds and I only have worn one of them so far. Um, but as far as I can tell, it like goes on this, like it goes on really nice. It doesn't like irritate my skin and it, um, the smell, the scent lasts like a very long time. That's awesome. Um, which is really nice. And you know how like sometimes with a rollerball, you feel like you have to like put it like everywhere in order to like smell like it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Cause it's not it, like everywhere on you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, at least that's how I always feel. So that's why I never like buy them because I feel like I have to like 
put it on like every corner of my and half your morning rolling it on your body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. The time I've had a rollerball one, I, I was like, am I, is this effective? Am I doing this correct? Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. I would say these scents are, they're pretty strong. I like it. They almost feel like they're like a little concentrated, but not to the point where if I were to wear it and walk past you, you would be like, Whoa, like, you know uh, what I mean? If that yeah. makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's really, uh, they smell really good. I will share the ones. So again, I got the opium, um, by YSL. I got chance by Chanel. And then I got, um, moonlight in heaven by Killian and I'll like share what I got. And then I'll share like a link to the website, Perfect. my story. Um, and then my self-care I've talked about this little like roller coaster sometimes that I do, but um, I, since the episode that Claire and I did, where we talked about a lot about books, I feel like I've started like three books and I haven't finished them to the point where Libby like automatically returns it. Mm. So I literally have like three books that I, that are incomplete. <laughs> You know, I didn't read them fast enough for no reason at all. Like, I don't even know why, but I was enjoying them. Um, so this week I have been like, I, you know what? I'm like, okay, like I need to read this book because it's really good. And Claire recommended it a few weeks ago and it's the Italian summer. Um, and it is so good. I read, I read a lot of it yesterday. I'm more than halfway through. Um, it's really good so far and I probably will finish it tonight. So, okay. and I, I texted Claire, was it today or yesterday? I just was like, it's going to wreck me. (laughs) I just knew I was like, (laughs) oh, the, oh, the Italian summer. Yes. It's so good. Yes. It's just, it's just a good book. And yeah, I'm like dying to go to Italy because of it. I know like the way that they talk about the, like the, um, the verbiage that they use to describe like the restaurants they're eating and the, and the little streets they're walking around on and the beaches, it's just like, you can almost picture it in your head. And then, then you're like, I need to go. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, yes, going to Italy. Oh, such a bucket list, such a bucket list. Yes. All right. We We did it. Oh, I just opened up Instagram and I just saw a precious story on Jacqueline's uh, Instagram of Lexi, of course, behind your delicious meal. Oh, of course. Her, she's God, always there, just always. like ready to and pick up a strap. Yeah. She posted a gorgeous meal and Lexi is behind the plate, like, hey, like her, I'm, her I'm here. Are like, hey, hey, just so you know, like, she's I'm like, still here. You know, she's like, like I, lo- I love what, what you made too. So um. <laughs> you sounded just like that audio clip of, hey. <laughs> How oh yeah, doing? that it's like, <laughs> it's like, how, how y'all doing? Hey, <laughs> hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> so good. He did. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what I showed our producer Noah today and he had never seen it. And it, I laughed just as hard, just showing it to him. The one of the most viral TikTok audios. And it's the two guys arguing over the wizard of Oz. Her sister was a witch, bro. She came down in a bubble, Doug. Have you never seen that? No. No. All right, I'm sending it to you as soon as we get off here. I don't know how. It's this argument. You know, like when you get in a really dumb argument 
but it suddenly becomes very important. Yeah. Like you'll be talking like with your friends about who's the hottest guy in the NFL or something stupid like that. And then by the time it's over, you're like not really fighting, but you're screaming at each other. Like, no, it's Tom Brady. And I don't want to hear anything else about it. Like it look, it sounds like the video starts when they've reached the peak argument and it's two <laughs> dudes. They could be any two dudes, you know, and they're arguing about the wizard of Oz and whether or not someone in it is a witch or a princess and it just starts this guy screaming and he just says her sister was a witch bro and at the end he's like come on grow up man grow up <laughs> it, 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 i mean it, it's as if it was scripted it's so good i'll send it to you both as soon okay. as we get off and yes. you've got it's Please. so intense and oh yeah i've seen it for a year i probably since i got on tiktok I probably last when we launched this podcast two years ago, and we were all like, what is TikTok? It's one of the like first audios I heard and it's I'll send it as soon as we off. Um, all right, gals, we did it. Thank you to our sponsors as always. Uh, the A Block, I mean, the A Block, that's the podcast. Uh, Relics Bridal, um, the Presley Collection and Captured by Crouch. And thank you to everybody listening as well. Um, like, review, subscribe. Tag, tag your friends, post on your Instagram story, tag us, tell your friends. That's the ultimate gift you can give. Um, and the secondary gift is um, using our code to get yourself a discount for from our um, sponsors. Yes, yeah, do that. Exactly give, right. your, give yourself the gift of a discount. Yeah, a discount. All right, we'll talk okay. to you later. Bye. Bye. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads Money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. 
Facebook.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.